Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alamin Afdhal As-Salawat Al-Mutasneem Ala Sayyidina Mulana Muhammadin Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wa Sallam Ajma'in In Kitab Riyad Al-Salihin Sayyidina Imam Al-Nawi Rahimahullahu Ta'ala Wa Nafa'ana Bi'ulumi Fiddarin Ameen Ila Anqal Hadith Number 57 An Abi Thabitin Khil Abi Sa'id Wa Khil Abi Al-Walid Sahl Ibn Hunayf Wa Huwa Badriyun Radiyallahu Anhu أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من سأل الله تعالى الشهادة بصدق بلغه منازل الشهداء وإن مات على فراشه رواه مسلم وسهل ابن حنيف رضي الله عنه الصحابي who participated in the battle of Badr narrates that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said one who sincerely asks Allah for shahada for martyrdom Allah shall raise him to the rank of the martyrs, even if he passes away on his bed. And the hadith that indicates to us the importance of intention, the importance of sincerity, but Imam al-Nawi included in the chapter of Sidq, and all three of those go into together, al-Niyah, al-Ikhlas, al-Sidq. And Imam Ghazali speaks of all of those three realities together in one book, as they all go together. And so here the Prophet is teaching us how to be sincere and to be truthful and have true resolution everything that it is that we intend. And what a blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that even though we might not be able to do something that would be that very act that would cause us to attain a great degree, even if that doesn't happen, we can make the intention in our hearts. And that's something that everybody can do. And as the commentator he says, in the Sidq al-Ghalb sababun li bulugh al-Arab, being truthful in our intentions and our heart is a means for us to attain everything that it is that we desire, even if we don't do it outwardly. And as is mentioned in another hadith um, that preceded, inna bil madinati al-rijalin. When the Prophet went out to on one of the battles, he says, Indeed, that there are men that we left behind in Medina. That you did not travel any distance or traverse any valley. Save they were with you. They were held back by some valid excuse. So, this is a hadith that indicates to us the importance of also. Asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for shahada. And this is something that we should, that all want to do, where not only do we testify to the reality of la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah with our tongues that stem from a heart and in mind that are completely convinced and have absolute certitude of the meanings of la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, but we also want to testify with our state. And this is a lofty degree. And that we know that Allah Ta'ala that speaks of the shuhada after the siddiqeen. 
And then the martyrs and then the salihin. And then in the next hadith, now hadith number 58. radiyallahu anhu qala qala rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ghaza nabiyun min al-anbiya'i sarawatullahi wa sallamu alayhim faqali li qawmih la yat la yat ايوه <laughs> أو خليفات وهو ينتظر أولادها فغزابنا بدنا من القرية صلاة أصري أو قريبا من ذلك فقال للشمس إنك مأمورة ولا مأمور الله يحبسها علينا فحبست حتى فتح الله عليه فجمع الغنائم فجاءت يعني النار لتأكلها فلم تطعمها فقال إن فيكم غلولا فليبايئني من كل قبيلة رجل فلزقت يد الرجل بيده فقال فيكم الغلول فلتبايعني قبيلتك فلزقت يد رجلين أو ثلاثة بيده فقال فيكم الغلول فجاء برأسي مثل رأسي بكرة من الذهب فوضع فجاءت النار فأكلتها فلم تحل الغنائم لأحد قبلنا ثم حل الله لنا الغنائم لما رأى ضعفنا وعزنا فحلها لنا متفق عليه so Abu Hurairah narrates that the Messenger of Allah said, One of the prophets of the past who went out to battle said to his people, A person who has just been married and wants to consummate his marriage should not accompany me, nor a person who is building a house and has not yet completed its roof, nor a person who has purchased pregnant sheep or pregnant camels and is waiting for them to give birth. He then went out in battle and approached and, and approached the village at or close to the time of Asr Salah. He addressed the son, You are under the command of Allah. And I'm also under his command. O oh Allah, delay the sun from setting. And the sun was withheld until he enabled him to that overtake the village. He gathered all of the booty and the fire from the sky came to consume it, but it did not. But he said, some of you have stolen from the booty. A person from each tribe should come and pledge allegiance to me. A man's hand became stuck to his hand, so he said, the theft has been from your tribe. Your tribe should pledge allegiance to me. Now the hands of two or three men stuck to his hand, so he said, you have committed theft. Then they brought a head of gold similar to the head of a cow. He put it down in the fire and consumed it. Uh, the fire came and consumed it. Booty was not lawful to any nation before us, but Allah Azzawajal made it lawful to us when he saw our weakness and incapacity. So the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu that mentioned this hadith to us about one of the previous prophets, and some say that it was Yusha ibn Nun. And his point here was to discourage people from joining him in this just war uh, that might have had attachments to the things of this world. It might have been that it would prevent them from being sincere in doing what that is that they were doing for the sake of Allah and all of those different examples that were mentioned, whether someone was newly married or someone was building a home or someone that had that livestock that would then be giving birth in all of these situations. These could be diversions in 
that whatever it is that we do, we want to don't to have any attachments prevent us from doing what we do solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the context that is mentioned here or in any other context. And the person who that comes out to study is Fisabilillah. And that likewise this is one of the things Imam Ghazali mentions, one of the first etiquettes of the students of knowledge, of a student of knowledge is to that move to a place outside of their homeland and so that they can focus. Because as long as you're in your homeland, there's so many different attachments that will prevent you from that spending time learning. Um, and then the uh, what he mentions here in, in the hadith about uh, the fire coming is that in the for the ummah of the Prophet Sallallahu it is only that us that for this ummah that war booty has been made permissible that in that uh, previous that religions is that they were uh, required to gather all of the war booty after a battle, and then a fire from the skies would consume it as a sign of acceptance. Uh, but if someone had taken something and misappropriated from the booty, then it wouldn't come. And so thus the uh, story here is that uh, it, it didn't come so that the prophet had realized that someone had taken something, and thus his that uh, command there to, for everybody to pledge allegiance to him and so forth. And then you also have in the hadith the uh, uh, Prophet turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking him to hold back the sun. And this was uh, a, a miracle that happened uh, to this particular Prophet, Yusha, but also uh, this happened on two different occasions in the life of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one of them being in the Battle of Khandaq, where that they were preoccupied uh, with the enemy and that they hadn't yet performed Salat al-Asr. And then Allah ta'ala that kept the sun from setting so that they could perform Salat al-Asr. So this, all this gets back to that our sidq and our truthfulness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not letting anything that get in our way. And they oftentimes liken sidq to a very sharp sword, a safe qatah. In other words, is that it is through having this firm resolution and truthfulness in our hearts, moving up in its various degrees, as we mentioned, that we don't let anything get in the way between us and drawing near to Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. This is something that all of us are very much in need of. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give us tawfiq and from the blessing of reading these hadith of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May they become a reality in our lives. Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full time, part time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.